That song, uh, Enough is Enough, you can relate that back to uh, my earlier comments about Donald Trump if you like. I like it because it features uh, Delta Goodrum, who's a terrific talent here in Australia, and it does look like she's having her moment in the sun on the foreign music markets at the moment. She's been in the UK and in the US. That song, a duet with uh, Claire Richards, Enough is Enough. Former Sydney-based team member Bridget Leslie, who has moved to New York from Sydney, recently took a break from Manhattan and spent a long weekend in Tampa, Florida. Now, there's a well-known Caribbean-themed restaurant there, and it was at that restaurant that she met Jeannie Leferve, general manager, and this is one of Florida's busiest restaurants. It's called Bahama Breeze. Jeannie started in hospitality from the very bottom, so just a, a wait person, and uh, she explains her philosophy that saw her promoted to be GM and then further promoted to be general manager of the top-performing US restaurant in this chain. I guess that's uh, some responsibility. But I just found her philosophy, as she explained it to Bridget, very interesting. I think you'll enjoy it. Jeannie Lever, nice to chat to you today. Hello. <laughs> Good to see you. You're one of those inspirational people, and I say that because you've spent 23 years at one company and you've worked your way up from the very bottom, going all the way from server to general manager. You are a woman in a tough industry, and since the pandemic, lots of things have shifted. So give me your story and tell me, um, how did you do it? Okay, so, um, well, from day one, I moved here from Wisconsin, and um, the company I moved with took me to this beautiful restaurant and made me fall in love with it. Um, so I dropped that. I was a marketing executive, actually, at a company, and I'm like, I'm just going to start my life over as a server at 28 years old and and go for it. You know, um, it's all about being happy and loving what you do. So started there as a server. A pretty fast, the general manager, Ray Atwood, at the time, knew that I had more capabilities and promoted me to trainer and pretty soon after manager. I think it was within eight months that I was promoted to manager. At that point, I moved around a lot. Um, my first manager gig was in Miami. It's porque yo hablo en español muy fluento también. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know what you said. Okay. <laughs> I became very fluent in Spanish down there. It was great. Um, so then I uh, moved back to Tampa and I was the service manager at that location. So the Tampa Bahama Breeze is the number one restaurant in the entire brand of not only Bahama Breeze, but all Darden restaurants. So out of 2,500 restaurants, we are the top dog. So I fell in love with this restaurant, you know, um, nine, almost 10 years there as a service manager. But I knew that that general manager wasn't going anywhere and I wanted to grow. So they said, hey, Jeannie, you want to move to New Jersey and open some up? So I did that. Um, I moved to New Jersey. And I should mention during all that time there, anytime they said, hey, Jeannie, you want to go to Philadelphia and work for a couple of weeks uh, and help that restaurant out? Or you want to go to Raleigh, North Carolina? I would always jump on that opportunity because it gave me a chance not only to check out the city, see what the city that every city in the country is so different so that was exciting but i got to gain more experience you know every single person that i met in this company has taught me something that i've brought with me and the more people you can get experience from the better i've always been open to to change and to getting better so um that was always really helpful so after new jersey i moved back down to florida at this point is when i was moving like every two years down to florida back up to new jersey back to miami uh, miami was my first chance to become a general manager that's where i got promoted and um 
you know, I was super scared to do it, but I ended up being really successful. You know, once I learned it was all just about, you know, the people and how you treat your people and they're going to work, they're going to work hard for you if you're giving them the respect. They're going to work as hard as you do too. So lead by example. So um, one thing I'd always said too, is I never wanted to be promoted because, because I was a woman or, you know, fill in the blank, whatever minority, I wanted to be promoted because I was the best person for the job. So at that point, I moved to another restaurant, um, helped fix some restaurants, help open restaurants throughout the country. Then I finally got the call one day and they said, okay, Jeannie, the number one restaurant is available. He's retiring. And I was super honored because, I mean, to give that, to be given that position, that's like the number one restaurant is, you know, that's a lot. <laughs> but I went in there with a great spirit and made it happen. You know, six weeks later, we shut down for COVID. The toughest time of my life. You know, we were, um, I had to tell 200 team members that I just met that they didn't have jobs. It was, uh, it was insane. We were open for takeout only for six weeks and we were doing some crazy numbers with just, just 11 managers working those shifts. So um, once we got to reopen again, we came in strong. You know, we, we reopened almost like COVID wasn't even happening out there. The whole world was coming to Florida at that time. So that brought on extra challenges. You know, all the rules that you had to follow to make sure that you were COVID compliant. It was, uh, it was probably the, definitely, not probably, it was the hardest time in my life. And that's just one of the big challenges I went through. But I made it through. Um, we've had some great years up in sales, uh, one Diamond Club two years in a row, which is an award given to the best restaurant, you know, for what we're doing. And that leads me to today where I know the future is still anything that I, you know, anything that I want it to be. That's what's great about Darden Restaurants, our parent company. If you put your mind to something and you want it, you can get it. Absolutely. And tell me about Caribbean culture and why you embrace it, because clearly it's a part of your DNA now for 23 years. Yes. Caribbean culture to me is all about, you know, being of service, um, making sure that people don't have to worry about things. That's the guest and the team members, because I think the guest experience has to equal the team member experience, you know. So if you're treating your team members like, you know, I got you, no worries, I'll take care of that for you, um, making them feel relaxed and loving their job, you know, and doing the same for the guests, you know, come on in. I got you. Relax. Um, enjoy your Caribbean experience. You're on vacation. So um, that just that whole culture of relaxing and, you know, being an island vacation is just, I mean, I moved from Wisconsin. If you know Wisconsin, it's like zero degrees up there, like 10, 10 months of the year. And now I get to live somewhere where the sun's out every day and work in a restaurant on a water, on the water where we're giving people great experiences every day. Mm -hmm. And it feels like a little island. You walk yes. into this small little, <laughs> you come out and through the back way and there's this water that you haven't imagined. It's yes. <laughs> I loved it. I love my experience there. And shout out to Tucker. Um, tell me about what you've learned about the Caribbean people personally. What have you taken away from what they've told you? It's all about loving your family and your friends and being to um, being together, coming together and enjoying your experiences and not letting the stresses of life take over your life. You know, you have to relax and enjoy your life and enjoy the little moments that you have and, um, you know, just relax and enjoy your life. You know, everybody that I've, that I've met has kind of brought on that culture and taught me because um, I haven't always been as relaxed as I am right here. <laughs> I mean, when you're, when you're in the position I am too, you know, a lot comes with that, but it's really taught me to just kind of relax and enjoy the moments. And tell me about your chef. 
Shout out to him, by the way, because he did a great job for us. Thank you. (laughs) We actually have uh, three culinary managers in our restaurant and an executive chef at corporate that put together these flavors. So when our restaurant was first opened, someone got to actually travel the islands um, for six months and just eat and drink to come up with ideas for our menu and for the decor. And uh, we've carried on a lot of those same restaurants from the opening, the first opening in 1996 and tweaked them and keep adding things on, you know, that are popular. Um, You know, we've tried oxtail, jackfruit, you know, a lot of things that are very, um, very islandy. So islandy is funny too, because islandy is a word that when you ask people that come to our restaurant, how it makes them feel. And the number one word they use is they say they feel islandy and it's not even a word in the dictionary. That's fantastic. There you go. You get to make up words. That's yes. That. That's the job to have. And I suppose it's part of your, um, what what is it? it? It is part of your welcome mat, you know, all of these things that you get to do through the restaurant, make up words, have Bahamita, <laughs> which I had, by the way. And he's yes, like, the best. <laughs> and jerk chicken. I loved the uh, jerk chicken dish. And I have to say, the paella was fantastic too. So good, yes. <laughs> I think you had the fire roast shrimp too. So good. Yes, I did, I did. Yeah. And so you merge these flavors together in a Caribbean pot, do you? Yes, so it's good. Great. And you can't find it anywhere else. You know, like I said, there's so many cookie cutter restaurants out there and Bahama Breeze is so unique. You really can't find these flavors anywhere else. So with the live music and the, the decor, it's just it's the best. Yes, and why should Australians come to Florida? <laughs> well, every Australian, if you're coming to America, Florida is the place to be. You are going to see the sun every day. You are going to see the beautiful water, dolphins jumping out. Sometimes the dolphins jump out um, while you're sitting on our deck, <laughs> watching wow. the sunset. Yes, watching the, the our sunsets are beautiful here. It's literally sunny and beautiful every day. Yes. I mean, it's a little hot, but it's okay. <laughs> I'd rather hot, do that than snow. Little... <laughs> I was roasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little hot. But it's it's beautiful. You know, the people here, Florida's very diverse. I love that about Florida. You know, um, you're going to meet all kinds of people from everywhere. Florida, half the people that live here aren't from here. It's a good mixture of people that move here from everywhere. So I love that. It's just this big mixing pot of people from everywhere. I met a lot of people from New York, by the way. Yeah. Yep. A lot of New Yorkers. Walls, ex-Wall Streeters who came over to Florida to enjoy the heat and sunshine once they're done with their banking career. So, That's you know, right. I, may, I may see you once I retire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jeannie, thank you so much for joining us at the Travel Writers Radio Show. Thank you so much. Bridget Leslie there was speaking with Jeannie Leferve in Tampa, Florida.